It's time for the True Sports Card Show. The only one-hour radio show that gives you the very latest in sports memorabilia news from around the world. Here are your hosts, industry expert Imran Pilati and Sacktown Sports 49ers insider Emil Fragoso. Good morning, everybody. It's Emran Pilati along with my co-host Emil Fragoso. Here we are at the True Sports Card Show, only on Sacktown Sports 1140. Good morning, Emil. Good morning, Emran. How are you doing today? I, I'm doing good. We've had quite the week, and we're going to talk about yeah. We're going to talk about the CJ Stroud sale. We're going to talk about customers, the good and bad, the good and bad, the, the good and bad. Because I went to your store yesterday before I stopped in for our weekly show prep, and I got to see a lot of the hobby alive. And obviously, it was a holiday yesterday, so a lot of kids were in there. Didn't and feel like a uh, holiday to me. There was no sure. for the actual adults. It wasn't really a hobby. A hey, shout holiday. out to our veterans. Thank you for your service. Yes. We had a lot of veterans come into the show excuse me, to the store yesterday and uh, your service is felt and we appreciate everything that you do for us as a country and for us as individuals. Yeah, fun fun fact, I have a, a brother-in-law actually who's who served in the Navy and still does serve overseas actually. So shout out to you, Brendan, and everything you do there as well. You so uh, we have some ideas of what we want to talk about, but one of the things that we're doing today is making sure that we, let me make sure I'm muting on that, making sure that we're chatting up with our... YouTube uh, viewers. Also, I'd let some call-ins today. Here's what we're planning on talking about. Uh, I definitely want to talk about the CJ Stroud. Yes, we have I to. definitely want to talk about our events that are coming up. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to talk about retail versus prison. Uh, re- retail versus prison. Retail versus hobby. hobby. And then also authentication. I've got a lot of questions that came in this week after the show was aired. And they talked about... I want to get my item authenticated. Yeah. I want to know if my autograph is real. Mm-hmm. My dad had it when I was little. I want to make sure that it's real. Blah, blah, blah. And so I have we'll questions too. So it's going to be a lot of learning for me as well. Cool. All right. Let's talk about events. So the first part is, is that we have a week from today yeah. at our store at 6661 Stanford Ranch Road yep. in Rockland, True Sports Card Shop. We have our two-year anniversary event. We're going to be going from 11 to 2 p.m., 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., yep. Um, it's a trade day. So normally our trade nights mm-hmm. have, I don't know, 75 to 125 people come through there. That's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people, but we're going to have trade day. And one really awesome thing that we're doing is we're having kids under the age of 16 mm-hmm. have a table there awesome. to be able to sell, buy, and trade. That's awesome. And so if you figure that you have 10 tables of kids doing that, along with their parents, of course, mm-hmm. we want to show them about the commerce version of our industry, how to sell, how to buy, how, how to trade. AJ, uh, who is one of our team members, happens to be in studio today, and he's going to be working with these kids and their parents to help them get set up and making sure that they know what to do as first-time card show that's salespeople. Awesome. That's awesome. So that's fun. Um, it's it's interesting, too. I'm on the air, and I'm looking at my phone because my son, Beckett, the little 14-month-old, is being watched by my um, but my niece. Yes. And so I'm like, please don't have any issues. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's out of town for girls weekend. So I'm, I've got baby duty this weekend and, uh, Ryan solo. Yeah. I'm running solo. So th- shout out to Bree for, uh, watching my son in the meantime, making sure that he's good. All right. So a week from today, we have that. Yes. Please show up. We have food from fast Freddy's. We have a bunch of our team members that are going to be there to, to assist in, and we're going to be giving away packs and Sports ca- will be there as well. Yep. The whole deal. We will be there and we'd love to have you. If you have any questions, just hit us up at the store at 916-259-1993 and ask about our trade day that's happening on next Saturday, the 18th. All right. 
we were also on Whatnot. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what Whatnot is, do you know what Whatnot is? I do. I like Whatnot. Okay, tell me what Whatnot is. Whatnot. <sighs> See, it's, put you on the spot. It's hard to explain to, to I guess, in a, in a general sense. Whatnot is kind of like a sports mobile, card in general, like kind of commerce place where they do live streams and live events, but you can actually purchase stuff through their app, kind of in a, a bidding war auction. It has different platforms. So why do we like it as sellers? Why? Because the person that's on the other side of the app, the buyer, the, yes. the bidder, has already their information in there, their credit card and PayPal information yep. so that we, they make a payment. So as soon as the auction ends, the payment goes through and we are notified that we can ship the item. Mm-hmm. So our team, Anthony, who goes by Ant, and Pete usually do their streams on uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights starting at 7.35 Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Just go to Whatnot, download the app from the App Store, and you can have your own um, account. Yeah. You do not you do not need to buy anything. You could watch if you choose to, mm-hmm. but if you're interested in bidding and buying, they're going to want you to put in your credit card information or your PayPal information, yeah. and then you could bid right there live. And these guys will go from 7.35 p.m. until like, Sometimes two, three, four in the morning. Yeah, I, I joined in a couple of days ago actually to see what was going on, and it was popping. Yeah, it was popping. What time did you leave on Thursday? I left the store at three thirty after packing. And, and here's the crazy thing about it: I packed. I'm like, I want to get these things out the next day. Yeah. And then right as I packed the last package on a Thursday night going into Friday, uh-huh. I go, "It's a holiday today." <laughs> These packages aren't going out. Oh, my God. Why did I stay until 3.30 in the morning to package 250 packages? Yeah. So. Uh, Dang Veterans Day. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yes. But I really wish I had thought about that two hours before I started packing. All right. And then finally, I wanted to say thank you for those that used the promo code for the free SGC grading last week. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of people say that they were going to do it. Some people came in and brought it in their cards. We will re-reveal that promo code at the third segment of our show. Let's do it then. To make sure that you all are listening and making sure that you're a part of it. Okay, we have the local roundup. Let's talk about some of the cards and the players that it affects over the last week yeah. since we've been there. Emil, why don't you take over and tell us what you want to cover as far as Kings and, and Niners. Look, this is really simple. we got to start with the Kings because they played last night and they got a good win over the Thunder in the first in-season game tournament of the Sacramento Kings history. They got a win over the Thunder and while De'Aaron Fox did not play, I've seen a good little spike in his uh, in his cards. It looks like it's kind of either steadying out or kind of even going up. Now, it, it, the last PSA 10 Prism base card of De'Aaron Fox out of 2017 uh, last closed right around like 30-ish bucks. Yes. And now it's approaching, we had a couple sales last week of 57 and the yeah. most recent sales 46. So even with his ankle injury, mm-hmm. he's still going up in value, which is good. I mean, De'Aaron's like 31 points a game right now. So um, like, he has missed the last five games, I will say that. Right. So it's a little, it's a small sample size. Right. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think De'Aaron's going to be somewhere in the 27 to 30 range as far as points per game. Yeah. He's doing a, Great job to start the season. The Kings just need to kind of tread water for right now until he gets back. Um, and I just think that when you're seeing Sabonis with another triple-double like he had last night, yeah. his cards, I, I don't know what it is, Emil. Mm-hmm. I just don't see his cards going up significantly, but I do see a little bit of a creep up. And I think yeah. as as the season goes on, that the West is stacked. It really is. And and, and we kind of knew that with the Kings is that they were going to have to really fight to be in the same spot they were last year. Obviously, a three-seed in the Western Conference at the end of it. 
there's a lot of talent in the West. I mean, the West is kind of back. It used to be the East. Eastern Conference had all the supremacy, at least the last couple of years. The West is back. And just in general in the NBA, there's more talent than ever. So there's more uh, parity than ever. And that's what makes this so great. But in terms of card value and Sabonis, I'm seeing sales around the 25, 26 mark uh, for for a PSA 10, just a regular prism rookie of Sabonis. And mm-hmm. that's a good number for a guy who's all NBA player. So as you're listening to this, um, I want you guys to know that when you have the 2017, 2018, 2016 prisms, they're actually affordable to go ahead and get the silver version of them. Yes. Um, when I say affordable, it's all relative. But for the most part, you're not spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for the silver versions of them. But I will tell you that we're looking at prices in general all the way across mm-hmm. going down. And I don't want to alarm anybody, especially as somebody that owns a card shop. I don't want you to be alarmed, okay? Don't freak out. Yeah. But what I will tell you is people are realizing there are more cards out here of this player than we originally thought. So yes. if the cards are not numbered, for the most part, we don't know what the what the actual uh, print run looks like. Correct. The only way that you could tell is if you could check the population report based on PSA. Yeah. So PSA or SGC or whoever has a population And that's report. based on what they have graded, not based on the general of what Panini so has you, graded. W- there's an X multiplier of how many cards there are in addition to that. Correct. So I'll give you an example. Let's go back to a guy that's playing his butt off right now, and that is Luka. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Luka Doncic. Luka right now on his 2018 prism goes for a PSA 10. I'm going to look it up while we're on. Um, I got there. it right here. Go for it. Yeah, it's averaging about 235 right now. Uh, that was the last sold around there. How many of those were actually um, graded? Uh, well, this is a PSA 10. Yeah. So that's So they were all graded. How many PSA 10s are there? In the world? I'm seeing <laughs> By that. By the way. Yeah. What an answer on your part. Yeah, they're all PSA 10s, so they're all great. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Duh, Emil. But I'm asking you, how many PSA 10s have been graded? Yeah, almost 20,000. Okay. PSA 10? Yes. Okay. So with that said, that card used to be, during middle of pandemic, yeah. two grand. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's why it's worth 230 because people are like, wait a minute. There are way too many of these. How many PSA 9s? I'm looking at it right now, and I am seeing 15,000. Okay. So, how many PSA 10s? Almost 20. So, there's more PSA 10s than PSA 9s. Yes. And now people wonder, well, how come the price has gone down? Well, that's because there are 20,000 of them. Yes. Right? And so, prices are going to go down. Supply versus demand. Luca is... Top five player in the entire NBA? Correct. But because there's so many, people freak out thinking that the market's going down. It's just, it's it's a population issue. Yes. When you talk about a National Treasures Luca autograph out of 99, of course that's going to stay up. Now, they've yeah. they've come down too. But here's how I look at it from the, from the card industry standpoint. Everybody complained about how cards are out of reach. It's mm-hmm. too expensive. I can't hit yeah. it, right? Now we're in a position to where we're saying... Here are great cards that you can buy that are more affordable than ever before. Yes. And if you were worried about, well, I'm going to buy this card and it's going to go up and it's going to go up tomorrow. And if it doesn't go up tomorrow, then it's a loss and I got to get rid of this thing. We have, I know a guy, (laughs) I know a guy who buys cards with the intention of hoping that it goes up. And the second that it drops and AJ knows who I'm talking about, the dude is unloading the card and going, ah, I lost. 
Like, bro, you don't lose money until you absolutely have to sell it. Correct. And there, and I know this guy, and he definitely doesn't need to sell it. No. So it's just a losing proposition to be able to be in that position. Like, what are you doing? And you shouldn't be in that position anyway. It's not a. It's not always just about that. It's about the hobby, about collecting. It's not always about in the sale. In some cases, I'm for tr- I'm for profit. Nobody wants to buy stuff and watch it lose. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, eh. But do you really need to yeah. sell it? 72 hours after you bought it, it's okay. No. Yeah. The guy hasn't even played. You, you you buy a football card of a player, Trevor Lawrence, and you buy it on, on, on a Monday, and you want to dump it by Wednesday. It's like, bro, the guy hasn't even played a game yet. I know. Like, what are you expecting? All right. So, with that said, sorry that I got on Soapbox, but, you know, this is the whole hour. The whole hour is a Soapbox. So, <laughs> I just want to make sure that I said that. It's, yeah. It, it's okay that the hobby is becoming more affordable for everybody. It's it's okay that prices are approaching uh, uh, levels to where it's the lowest in the last two and a half years yeah. because it's getting more affordable for people. And the more people that are doing it, the more people that are buying cards, the more people that are trading yep. cards, the better for us as an industry. Absolutely. And I, just, I like it as a consumer because more people are going to be a part of it and it's more affordable. You, can, you feel better about getting into it because you're not breaking your back spending that money. Yeah. Hey, we're leading into the break, but before we go, I just want to say on the other side of the break, I want to talk about, I'm so proud. I'm going to pound my chest. Look at you. I'm going to pound my chest. We sold the CJ Stroud 2023 uh, Mosaic Nebula, uh, numbered one of one, and we'll talk about that record-breaking sale after the break. Thanks for checking in with us here at the True Sports Card Show here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Welcome back, True Sports Card Show. Emran Pilati, Emil Fergoso, back again. And we're here to talk about some very interesting and affordable options in the hobby world, or in even the card world, because we're talking retail versus hobby. And this is something that's near and dear to my heart, because I do both. I buy retail and I buy hobby to see what the differences are. This guy, he wants to talk about affordability. I thought we were going to talk about CJ Stroud, the we are unaffordable. Second. We version are, of it. Let me let me lead into okay, it. Go for let me it. lead into it. Come Let's on. Let's talk about it. Go for let it. Let me do my magic. Before we get to that, as Emran so unpolitely interrupted, <laughs> we're going to talk CJ Stroud because a big CJ Stroud card was just pooled and sold by True Sports Cards okay. and Collectibles. I am very, very proud of our team. So we had a customer come in. Great customer. He's always there. Buys a lot of product. AJ, who happens to be here in studio with me right now, was physically there when it happened. Right, AJ? So, AJ was in the room when the guy opens a product. He opened 2023 Mosaic Football, Mm -hmm. and he's opening the packs, and he was kind of like, oh, this is a cool card. And I think AJ and Ant leaned over and were like, what are you talking about? That's a massive, massive card. We didn't know how massive at the time. Yeah. It's a CJ Stroud Nebula card, one of one, one only in the world. Yeah. And AJ and Ant are jumping like up and down. They're going crazy because <laughs> they know what this card is. Yeah. Uh, and and our customer uh, was just like, cool. <laughs> like, no, you don't understand what cool is. So what we did was we asked him and we said, do you want us to sell it? He said, absolutely. And we had an idea of what we wanted to sell it for. Mm-hmm. And so... The interesting part about it is when somebody opens a box like that, the box was right around 400 bucks. Yeah. And we knew this was a five-figure card. We knew this was going to be at least 10 grand. So in most cases, people are like, I'm just, you know, just sell it. Oh, my God. He was more of, let's let's do what we can. Let's do the best that we can. Yes. 
my background is real estate. I've been doing it a long time, 23 mm-hmm. years. Negotiated millions, ten, hundreds of millions of dollars in contracts. Yep. It's not to brag. It's just to tell you that I have negotiating experience. And I held true to this card. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to squeeze out every dollar I can to make sure that we keep the value of this thing high and get our customer the very best dollars that we can get them. Absolutely. So the offers were coming in at 10000 8000 11000 and our team, we I would talk to our team and I go, what do you think? I, Pete, what do you think? AJ, what do you think? And these guys were like, yeah, well, you're right. We all had our ideas. Yes. We're obviously talking to the customer. And so the customer goes, do you think we should take it? I go, I think I can get more. So we were negotiating higher. So we finally closed on the deal. $14,000 for a single card. It has now been tracked as the highest priced sale card of 2023 football product. In the entire, maybe the world, but definitely in the United States. That's impressive. We sold it on eBay. I shipped it to the authenticator. It has been arrived by eBay's authenticating service. It's now on its way to the buyer uh, who lives in undisclosed. I'm not going to say where they live. No. But they paid 14K for it. Number one sale. We got a ton of publicity for it. And I'm really proud of our team to get that thing sold. It's not me. It's not them. It's all of us together. Yeah. And and shout out to our customer. He knows who he is. He wanted to stay private, but congrats to him for yeah. for clearing a five figures on this card. So I'm really proud of being able to do that. We we hope that we mm-hmm. established a professionalism because I could have taken twelve grand on that all day long from the seventeen times that I got that offer between ten and twelve thousand. Yes. But I knew that if I negotiated a little bit better, we can do that. Now that's at a hobby. Go ahead, Emil. I know you want to talk about retail versus hobby. Well, we can talk about that. I have a couple of questions sure. for go retail versus hobby because this is a really rare card, but it's really interesting this year specifically with Mosaic and football because of where we're at between Panini and Fanatics. Why is this one of one Nebula card, which is not an autograph card, we should say, the chase hit hit, hit of the box? Why would, why would you say that? Well, nobody's playing better than C.J. Stroud, and helps when the guy throws for 470 yards and five yes. touchdowns the day the three days before I sell it. Of course. So I lived on the hype. I didn't want to sell it on a week because we had the card for two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to sell it on his bye week. Of course. And most people who don't know how to sell panic and sell it during weird times. We mm-hmm. just talked about that in the other segment. Yes. I believed in what was going to happen. I believed that if C.J. Stroud was continuing what he was doing this year, we would have been fine. I wanted to see him play. Yeah. Did I know he was going to do 470 and five TDs? No. Yeah. But that just so happened to help. And people have mentioned, oh my goodness, I couldn't pay for that. That's silly. That's dumb. That's, well, you know who's saying that? The guy that's buying the Target Blaster. Yeah. Okay. When we're talking about the people that can't afford it, that want this to make that investment, they found that to be an actual good deal because they're looking at the potential of it going up. And it's a one of one. No one else has this card in the world. It's a one of one. Well, I think that's too expensive. Okay. Go find one. Oh, well, there is none. Okay. Then be quiet. (laughs) Right. Like, that, that's my answer for no, yeah. really rare cards. Yeah. Well, I it seems too too expensive. Okay, no problem. Go find one. Mm-hmm. Well, I could get that card for the X. Okay, where? I'll buy it. Uh, 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 yeah. It's it's the same. People can. Yeah. T- I'll tell you right now. This industry, people have all kinds of opinions. Most of them wrong, and it's okay. Yeah. But it's not hard to get educated. No. Just spend a little time paying attention to what's going on. I've been in the hobby like listen to a show a like listen to a show like. True sports card show on Sacktown Sports 1140 and get your knowledge on. We'll teach you a few things. Come on yeah. now. Come yeah. on now. All right. Anyway, let's let's talk retail versus hobby because okay. I, I do a little bit of both as someone who would just went to Target 
and got a couple retail blasters. I just made fun of them, and then you're like, I'm one of those people. That's okay, because <laughs> I like to make fun of myself. It's all right. We're good. That and, makes two of us. This yeah. is perfect. Yeah, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Anyway, retail versus hobby. Just sharing a real-life example really quick before we go into the differences. I went to Target, and I, and I saw they had Prism Draft Picks basketball. And this is for this year. So, Wembenyama, Scoot Henderson, um, Brandon Miller, other players like that. Players that are now in the league are rookie cards. I'm like, okay, I'll get that. Well, I saw it was at $30 a box. I was like, that's kind of expensive for Prism Draft Picks. I mean, they're not even How much? $30 a box. It felt expensive to me because in the past, I've seen Prism Draft Picks at $20, $15 on clearance because it's not NBA cards. They're draft pick cards. They're not... But they don't have the jerseys on them. So I, I, I bought two. Just wait, wait, wait. Well, Let's just be clear. Yeah. Because you're listening to Emil saying, they're wearing jerseys on the shirts. It's not like they're shirtless. What you mean is that they don't have the NBA, NBA jerseys. jerseys. Got you. Yes. These guys aren't running around. I almost said something online. But yeah, Careful now. they have shirts on. Yes, they have okay, shirts on. Okay, go ahead. Just, just not their NBA jerseys yet because those products aren't out yet. So I'm like, why is this so expensive? Well... Here's why. Because when I ripped the two boxes, I pulled not one Victor Wembanyama, but two Victor Wembanyamas. Okay. That doubled my profit on that. So there's an example of a retail win right there. But it's more risky because retail, you don't always know what you're going to get, and there's not a, a guaranteed hit in there. Okay. And that's kind of where I'm at of like retail versus hobby. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think that there's an affordable price point for everybody. And one of the commitments that Fanatics is making is saying that we want to make sure that we... 10x the hobby. That's Michael Rubin, who is the CEO of Fanatics. He's yes. saying, since we're taking over the card game in three years, I want to make sure that there's an affordable option for everybody. I want to make sure that people know where sports cards can be bought. He wants to put them in stadiums. He wants to put them in, at lids in the mall. Yep. He wants to put them at Target. He wants to put them at Costco. So he wants to just up the game of the entire collector base. I understand that. Yes. Can't do that. You can't have stuff everywhere. When you're trying to limit product, mm -hmm. okay? And when you have hobby, hobby says, here's limited product, and retail says, here it's everywhere. So when people come into my store and they're like, I'd like to sell you my cards, and then they show me every card that they've ever bought at Target, let me tell you, the, the print run just goes crazy. There's so many of these cards yes. out there in order to satisfy being at every Target, being at every Walmart, being at every Lids. Yeah. So you can't look there and go, wow, but these are really rare. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Brock Purdy. Yeah, there's a billion, million, trillion of them. Yes. I think that's the exact number. Million, billion, trillion a lot of, of these cards. So when you when you look at them up and you're seeing the closed ones on eBay and they're going for $3, you can't get mad at me. I didn't make you go buy them at Target. But at the same time, if you wanted affordable options, don't expect something to come out of there being super Expensive. Yes. You know, you're, that's what the masses are for. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It's okay to own a $3 card. Yeah. Okay, it's all right. But don't get mad that you didn't get the $10,000 card when you spent 20 bucks at Target. Exactly. It's okay. So where do you go get the limited stuff? And and I don't know yeah. the print runs and how it works now, but it's important that you guys know this as listeners. When I was a Panini retail distributor, they would t call us ahead of time as, as somebody that was a distributor. And they would say, okay, how many do you think you're going to need, Emran, of this case of this product? Yes. And I'd say, oh, I'm going to need 75 cases of this product. And they go, okay, great. So they take my 75 and they call Emil and they say, Emil, how many do you need? Oh, you need 50 cases. I'm going to call AJ. How many does he need? And so what happens is the print run is based on the demand. Yes. So if Target says, I'll take a million cases and Walmart says, I'll take a million cases and Emil says 50 cases, they add it all up together and then they start printing. 
Okay. So yeah. that's why you don't see numbered cards in retail. Correct. Because they can't they can't say, all right, we are going to have 99 women yamas in here. Yes. Because they don't know how many they're going to print. Yeah. Hobby, they know exactly how many cases they're going to print. Yes. That's how they're able to put limited numbers in the product. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. So when you have an unlimited run based on whatever it is the demand is from the distributors and the people that are going to be wholesaling it out, that's why you put yellow and that's why you put green and that's why you put pink and that's why you put all these colors. That's yeah. why there's five, 55 different colors in a product in a product in retail. Yep. And you don't have anything numbered because they're cranking the presses for this. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit less on a green uh, as a print run than it is on regular, but who knows? Who knows? So that just gives you an, an, an idea of why retail versus hobby is like that. Now, yes. let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll catch up and we're going to talk about authentication of autographs after the uh, other side of the break. Yes. So thank you for tuning in to the sports, True Sports Card Show here on Sackdown Sports 1140. Welcome back the True Sports Card Show on Sacktown Sports. Emron Pilati, myself, Emil Fergoso, 49ers Insider. Uh, on the break, Emil was on the Target website buying more retail. He I was, was so not, excited. I was definitely not nope. doing that. <laughs> I, look, I hit gold in a retail product, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to move on. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of myself, too. Because you picked the right box, and we do sell retail product in our store. And it sells well. Easy now. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you that it's an affordable option. Yes. So when people go, and by the way, I'm not going to Target at night and buying all the boxes off the shelf. You're not a flipper I, like I, that? I, no. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you go to Target and you go to Walmart and you don't see any cards on there, I will tell you that Emron Pilati and the True Sports Card team are not going to Target and buying that off the shelf and taking it away from you. We have a distributor that sells us that product. Yeah. Whoever's buying it there... Um, it, it's not us. I don't know who else is buying it. I know it's probably regular customers that are mm -hmm. buying it, but I'm just telling you, I don't want you guys looking at me and going, well, you have it. Were you at Target last night at 9.59 buying this? No, I was not. To be, to be frank, because I live I live near a Target, I do know when they restock. So I timed that out. What time is that? I'm not going to say. Oh, so you're the guy that I'm buys the all guy. the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the I was guy. wondering who it is. I'm the guy, yeah. All right, you want to talk about authentication for autographs. Yes. And you have questions and I have answers. I do, Yes. Authentication, because I haven't done this personally, because okay. I'm I'm only in the sports card realm, just getting into the memorabilia stuff. But I know it's a big topic for a lot of people, and there's been a lot of questions asked. So I'm going to ask, why is it so important to get your your baseballs or jerseys, autographed jerseys? Why is it so important to get it authenticated, even if you know it's real? Why is it so important to get it done? And I want to say this too, because we got people in the YouTube chat, and we also have people listening live. Please, I'm very, very, I'm begging you. I'm ready to answer questions about authentication and autographs. You could go to uh, 916-339-1140. There you go. It's the number that I remember since a little kid. 916-339-1140. You can also um, ask us here in the YouTube chat. I really want to bring somebody on to ask questions because I think the interaction of work, uh, listening, working with our listeners yes. is important to me. So I want to do that. Okay, so please call in. Nate's ready for your calls. Uh, he's falling asleep. It's a little early for him, but other than that, he's ready to go if anybody calls in. That's 916-339-1140. Okay, so as somebody that's been doing autographs since I was a little kid, yeah, 
I think that one of the most important things to know, if you didn't physically see the person signing it, Mm -hmm. is my item autograph real. Mm -hmm. And there are three companies that we use. One sits at the top of my list, and there's two other reputable ones that I trust. The one at the very top is going to be JSA, James Spence Authentication. Mm -hmm. They've been around for 20 plus years. Uh, James Spence is a personal friend of mine. We'll talk about that in a second. Yep. And uh, I don't use him because he's a personal friend. I became personal friends with him after I started using their services. Additionally, uh, Jimmy, what I go and call him? Yes. we're, We're tight like that. Jimmy uh, used to work for PSA, mm-hmm. and then he left to open his own company, which has been GS- JSA, and now they're the premier authenticator. Yes. The second one is PSA slash DNA, PSA DNA. Oh, yes, I've heard of okay? this. And then the third one is Beckett. So those three are very trusted. Now, there's two types of authentication. One is called witness authentication, meaning that an mm-hmm. employee of JSA is sitting there watching the player sign the autograph. Okay, So when that happens... There's no doubt. It's 100%. They're watching the player sign it. That's called witness authentication. Yes. So what happens is the employee says, I swear, I solemnly swear that I watched this person sign it. Here's a sticker. Here's the, the code on the sticker on the item to let you know that I physically watched it and I verify that the person, it's no doubt 100% real. Mm-hmm. There's an authentication sticker on there that notifies that it is an in-person version. So both PSA DNA, Beckett, and also JSA, have that version. Okay. No doubt, 100%, you don't even have to sweat it. Nope. The second version is called authentication, and that is where an expert looks at the autograph and says, based on our experience, based on our, what they call exemplars, yes. they have a big, big database. I know PS, uh, excuse me, JSA does. They have over a million signatures in there, from everybody from George Washington to anybody else. Yeah. Okay? And they go back and they look at their exemplar of an, of one that's been verified as authentic and say, is this real? They look at the way that the person signs. If there's any kind of uh, pen strokes, it's, it's, it's a science. And then after they do that authentication, they'll put a sticker on there and say, we believe it's authentic based on that. Now there's a million trillion billion fakes out there. Yes. A lot of them. There are a lot. And there's so many of the same player that I keep seeing that are fakes. They come into my store all the time. And when somebody comes in the store and it's not authenticated, they come in and they usually have some kind of whack uh, authentication paper. Look, I got a certificate of authenticity and it's like wrinkly and it's printed on some laser jet printer. It was just some human that says, I, at this company that doesn't exist anymore from 20 years ago, say that, that Joe Montana really signed this. Like, I could tell... Usually by looking yeah. at the signature with my experience, if it's real or not. Yeah. If I'm unsure, I will ask them to go get it authenticated. I will not put anything on the wall that's not authenticated by one of those three companies, period, end of story. Makes sense. I will hold it in the back, and AJ can attest to this. We have a ton of stuff that needs to be authenticated um, that, that we just don't put out there because we won't without... I own a store. It makes sense. I'm not going to sit there and say... I think it's real. I hope it's real. Would you like to buy it? Yeah. I'm going to have one of the third parties authenticate this thing so that way they feel good uh, as a customer being able to go back and say, it's been authenticated by a third party and we're good to go. So those are the two types of authentications that that happens. 
And I'm excited because we confirmed it yesterday Mm -hmm. that James Spence himself, Jimmy Spence, is going to be on the show answering questions on December 2nd, uh, our December 2nd show. Jimmy's going to call in. He's based out of New Jersey. And so he'll be calling into the show and we can ask him questions about that stuff. Much appreciation to have him here and uh, to talk more about this. Because I didn't really know about the witness authentication. I knew about the other authentication, but I didn't like think of like, hey... The witness is there, the, the expert is there to witness the, I didn't realize there was a separate option. Yeah. Would you say that adds more value yep. to it because they, they were there in person? A hundred percent. So how to differentiate when they, they hand it and back? And it's usually affordable. Really? So when we have an event and somebody's signing, and I don't mean it's usually affordable, it's always affordable. Uh, witness authentication is usually between 8 and $12. Mm-hmm. So you get the item signed, the the authenticator is sitting right there and you walk up to them and say, Hey, I just got this Jason Williams item signed. Yeah. Here's my 10 bucks. They put the sticker on it cause they're sitting in the same room as Jason Williams. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now your item is a hundred percent authentic. Sounds like you experience with this. Yeah, I do. Lots of it. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to be experienced in this. Um, so I just want people to know that just because your item came with some whack, uh, certificate of authenticity, uh, doesn't mean that it's good. Yeah, it's, I will tell you that every day something walks in the store. We always have it. Somebody will walk in, go, I would like to sell my Joe Montana jersey. I'd like to sell my Mickey Mantle ball. Yeah. And I, I like to know the provenance and I like to know the chain of custody. Where'd you get this? I bought it from some guy out of a trunk that I saw at the Giants game tailgate. <laughs> okay, well... We already know where this is going, but yeah. let's keep asking questions. Some people say, well, I've had this, my grandpa's collection forever, and he gave it to me mm-hmm. uh, when he willed it to me. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. So when you're looking at that, you're sitting there going, all right, well, let's give it a shot at authentication. So I'm looking at the, the grand scheme of the chain of custody. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the story. Um, some people could lie to me, but if stuff starts to add up, yeah, I, I like to kind of figure out where we go from there. Yeah. Now, I've also struck deals with people to say, I don't know if this is real, but here's what we can do. We can have the authenticator check it out. Mm-hmm. And if it comes back real, then we could swing a deal. Yes. And I'm okay with that too. And often I will pay for that authentication as long as we have that deal put in place. Really? So what does an authentication cost? That's what a lot of people ask. Correct. Um, it costs the retail value. It's very simple. And Jimmy's a friend, so I want to make sure that I shout him out. It costs what it costs. The West, the website that you go to is spenceloa.com. That's spence, S-P-E-N-C-E-L-O-A.com. L-O-A stands for letter of authentication. And so you can go to that website and then enter in the name of the person that you want to get authenticated. Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, whatever the, the name is yeah. that you want done. And... It will show you the retail cost of getting that thing authenticated. Mm-hmm. Now, in most cases, you're going to put it and package it up and you're going to ship it to New Jersey so or Florida because they have two locations and you're going to have them ship it. You're going to ship it there. They're going to receive it. They're going to now do analysis and then they're going to ship it back to you. It's expensive, yeah. but your item now is authenticated. How long How does lo- the process take usually? Two weeks to eight weeks. Okay. However, we at True Sports Cards have an exclusive deal with... JSA to be able to now start taking in items and getting them authenticated locally. So that way we hold your item and we will 
have it authenticated because we have the authenticator come to our store to yeah. do that authentication process so it doesn't have to be shipped. You save on the shipping. You don't have to worry about it being in the mail. And most importantly, you go to a trusted card shop like ours in order for you to be able to, to know that your item is, is safe and sound and we'll get it done for you. And that's the biggest thing because I, I, as someone who's, who's also, you know, authenticates ever sent cards in, I want to make sure that it goes to the right place and gets there on time. And, and going to a sports card card shop, while it might be a little more out of your pocket, you know it's going to get to the right place and they're going to take the best care of it. Yep. And so Jimmy will talk more about that on December 2nd show. And I know we're up against the break, so we'll catch up on the other side of it. Thanks for checking in here at the True Sports Card Show here on Sectown Sports 1140. Welcome back to the True Sports Card Show here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Emron Pilate along with Emil Fergoso. We're here and we want to talk about new products. And Emil will be my Vanna White. Hi, guys. You're like the deal or no deal. One of the 30 gals out there. We have 2023. Can you hold that still, please? I can't. It's getting motion sickness. Uh, 2023 Chronicles Baseball. Emil, you have the stats up for this product. It just came out. We have it on our shelf at $135 a box. Yep. Tell us the details on that. Stats. Six packs per box, eight cards per box. In the box, you get three autos, a tres, one memorabilia, and two spectra. You did not know that we were a bilingual show. How many? How many comes with it? Three three autos. Okay, got it. (laughs) I said three first. I know, but then what did you say after that? Tres. Okay, got it. Again, we're bilingual here at... Sacktown Sports 1140. Un poquito español. Oh, my goodness. What did I say? What did I say? Sit down? Yeah. Yeah. I used to say some. Long, long time ago, for about eight minutes, I was a police officer. Okay? City yeah. of Mountain View. That's a true story. Yeah. Not eight minutes, but a true story. I was a police officer, <laughs> and I knew very little uh, Spanish. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I'm I see where going. I'm not going to use them, but yeah. I see where I was going. All right. So, <laughs> we've got uh, three autos, one mem per box. Um, this is a fun rip. Mm-hmm. Now- Panini products do not, in baseball, do not have licensing for the teams. So when you pull the Mickey Mantle, he plays for New York. He doesn't play for the New York Yankees. He plays for New York. Yes. So you'll see the name of the city that the team is playing in, and they airbrush out any logos. Now, the Players Association has all these players in there, but they don't have the actual logos, which has caused the the cost of these boxes to go down, which is... Fine, it's an affordable option. People still buy this product; they like it because they like the three autos and one auto and one memorabilia for 135 bucks. That's a good price. It's yeah, a good I deal. So. I think so. So that's a fun product to rip. That came out last week. That's selling. Next product, I'm going to go over on this side here. Ooh. Let's throw it on that side. Woo. We've got 2023 Panini Certified Football. Uh, you have the stats on that? I do. Yeah, ten packs per box, five cards per pack, two autos, two mems, ten inserts. Two rookies and two numbered, uh, three numbered parallels. The way you say that too, it's just so delightful, isn't it? Yeah. So this we have on our shelf right around the three hundred and twenty-nine dollar mark. Uh, how many autos per? Two. Two. So if you like autographs of rookies, this is a great product. Believe it or not, this is what's considered affordable. Really? In football? Yeah, three twenty-nine. Three. That's considered affordable. There's products like Prism when that comes out. We're talking about. Four, five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. Here's why football product in 23 is going to be a little bit more affordable, because Panini has those exclusive. We talked about it on a previous show. They have exclusives with C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, um, fanatics. You mean 
Fanatics. Well, they have the exclusives. Though, correct. Okay. Yeah, they have the exclusives. Who did I say? You said you you did the opposite. What did I say? Panini. You said Panini. Has oh no 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 no. Let me make that correction. We're going to edit this out, right? Yeah. Okay. So Panini does not have them in the product. Look at you. You're still holding it. Oh yeah. You're very distracting when you do that. I like it. Uh, so Fanatics has C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. They have exclusive autograph deals with them, which prevents them to be able to be in this product yeah. autographed. So like the C.J. Stroud that we sold? Yes. There is no autograph C.J. Stroud in Mosaic because... Um, he can't sign. Fanatics blocked him. Yeah. Right? He's only in Fanatics products. Weirdly enough, he's C.J. Stroud autographs are in Wildcard. Oh. Yeah. The sub-brand wow. Wildcard. Because he did a deal with them on stickers... Before he signed the agreement with Fanatics. I didn't know that. And he's also in Topps, Allen, and Ginter, which is a baseball-heavy product. I like Allen and Ginter. Because they just drop CJ in there, and then they have Wemby's in there. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's kind of a weird product, but people like it because it's fun. It has a bunch of unique stuff. Yeah. Point of what I'm getting at, that's causing the products to be affordable, uh, more affordable than what Certified would come out for. But you know who Panini does have? Tell me. Bijan Robinson and Anthony Richardson. Yep. Two very awesome players. Yep. So they're both in that product, as well as some of the other players. Like you might get a Montana, you might get a Rice. They have veterans in these products, but for the most part, you're buying 23 product to pull rookies, pull autos. That doesn't mean that CJ Stroud won't have a very rare card in there. Yes. Like obviously the Nebula was an example of that. So you'll have low numbered cards, you'll have cards that are going to be one of ones or golds. So you'll have those options too. So that's certified. Mm-hmm. Now, we have an upcoming product this this week that's about to launch on Wednesday. Yes. The product is probably going to be one of the hottest products of the year. It's 2023 Topps Chrome Update Baseball. Now, we have a pre-sale of that. If you come into our store at 6661 Stanford Ranch, and that's going to be in Rockland, and you want to buy it ahead of time, yes. it is a, and I know we're up against the clock for our show, so I'm going to go really quickly. It's 129 pre-sale. We'll have it on our shelf on Wednesday at 145 a box. What's in here, and most important, is not only Corbin Carroll rookies and some of the other top rookies. They have what's called the Pro Debut Patch. And every player uh, that started their first game ever mm-hmm. in the majors wore what's called the Pro Debut Patch. Oh, Fanatics has taken those patches, they've cut them up, and they've inserted them into these boxes. They're very, 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 very rare. That's very cool. It's like a logo man, but it's for their first game that they ever played. You just said the And the they're going to put that into these products. So this is going to be really, really a hot product. We have not that many cases of it, but we do have them available. You'll be able to save $16 if you come into the store and pay for the, the pre-sale price of $129. It's going to be on our shelf at $145. Where can they do that at? And they can do that at True Sports Cards directly. Just come into the store, see me, see AJ, see Ethan. I got to tell you this too before we go. Yeah. I love our team. Our team is one of the best. I'm so proud of them, and I can't be on the air without talking about how proud I am of them. Uh, Donovan and Pete are at the San Francisco card show at the moment. Pete's out there buying. Donovan's out there selling. AJ's here in studio with us, uh, working on some of the business development that we're doing. We've got Ethan holding down the fort back at home uh, at the store. I'm just really proud of our team. And if you have never experienced us as a store, please come by. We'd love to, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to establish a relationship with you. We're here to give you guidance, whether you want to spend a dollar or you want to spend $10,000. We are here for you. We're here to help you. Now, we'll see you next week, not only here on the show, but also 
at our two-year anniversary event. That's going to be starting at 11 o'clock directly after this show. Yeah. So I'm hustling down there. Yeah, well, we're pre-recording the show, and we'll be oh, we'll be over there. So if you want to see our faces next Saturday, go to True Sports Cards and talk to us and sell some cards and buy some cards. Have a good time. Emil just uncovered a, a secret that we're re- pre-recording the show, but that's all right. We'll be okay. That's fine. We'll edit this out. Because I want people to go to the store. We'll be there. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week pre-recorded, uh, but we'll see you live at our shop, 11 a.m. next week for our two-year anniversary. Bring your, an empty stomach and a bunch of cards to come and trade with everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the True Sports Card Show here on Sacktown Sports 1140.